Hi, this is Rick Thompson, the pastor at Living Water Community Church. This is our podcast, and I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message builds your faith and blesses you. Please enjoy it. Good morning, everyone. I am Pastor Steve. If you're joining us online, welcome. This is the last Sunday of the year. 2020. What can we say about 2020? Wow. Yeah, that's exactly the, the attitude that most of us have about it. It's goodbye. Goodbye. I mean, we, we, we know people or some of us have gone through some sicknesses this year, some diseases. I mean, talk about COVID, just turning everything upside down. Jobs were lost. Companies that may not even recover. Finances. Some people probably lost their homes. Um, and, and it's been a year that has been turned upside down for many of us. Many of us are still struggling. We're still recovering from a sickness, from a disease. We're still recovering from our finances that we've lost. I mean, here it is. I hear that, that, that uh, 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 savings accounts were depleted because we had no other choice. Some of us were blessed to have a job that continued going on. But others of us have, have lost, have lost our jobs, have lost loved ones to not just to COVID, but to other things, to other sicknesses and disease. You know, and I talk about it being a silent night, and I joke around about it, but you know what? This time of the season, sometimes it is a silent night for people, a little too silent at times because of what they've gone through, because of what this year has brought, and now the holidays, the, the Christmas season, the Thanksgiving season, uh, this time of the year, it's so hurtful for them to remember these things, to remember these tragedies that, that, that they've gone through, perhaps the loved ones that they've lost. You know, and, and, it, and it's fitting because the other day, the other day, they, they, did you guys see it? I believe it was Tuesday night. Christmas star showed up. How fitting is that for this year? That, that, that God showed up with a reminder to us of the season that we are enjoying today. The Christmas season and the real reason for that season. The, 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 the child that came to us, the Savior of the world. The, world, the word made flesh came to us. How fitting was that that we got that reminder this year? I thought it was awesome. My kids come running in, my grandchildren come running in and say, Bobby, Bobby, you got to see the Christmas star. I said, what are you talking about? They said, come, come and see. And when I looked up and I did a little reading on it, sure enough, it's Christmas star. They called it it's Christmas star. And it was Saturn and, 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 um, and Jupiter that came really close together that when you look up, you, you see this, this, this star. And I grabbed my scope and I looked up and I could see them separate a little bit. But man, that was awesome to bring hope to the people when we need it. When we need it so much 
to bring that hope, to bring that glimpse, that, to let you know that God is still here. God is still in control. God is still seated at that throne, folks. He hasn't left us. He hasn't abandoned us. We think he has. We feel as if he did, but he hasn't. And it is that same star that appeared over 2,000 years ago to, 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 to the Magi, or the Magi, however you want to pronounce it, you know, gyro, gyro, tomato, tomato, makes no difference. But the point is, is that here it is. The star showed up to announce the arrival of Jesus. And it showed up the other day to let us know that he is still here, that he is still there. He is still seated at that throne. Amen. And I want to take you through a little adventure today. And we find ourselves with the wise men. And on their journey, they, they're, they're going along and they, they come across this young boy. And they invite him to come along on their trip. And this song begins and it says, Come, they told me, a newborn king to see, our finest gifts we bring to lay before the king, so to honor him. And then the boy replies and he says, little baby, I am a poor boy too. I have no gifts to bring. That's fit to give our king. And as I said, we all have that little drummer boy in us. Because we all feel as if what we have is not enough to bring before the Lord. It, is, it, 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 it isn't uh, uh, expensive enough. My talent isn't good enough to bring before the Lord. I, I, I'm not worthy to come before God. I know he is knocking at my door, but I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I've done things. I have to take care of myself, and, 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 and I don't know that God could truly love somebody like me. These are things that we have all told ourselves over and over again. And I want to read Luke 21, 3 and 4. It says, truly I tell you. He said, this is Jesus speaking, this poor woman has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put all that she had to live on. See, we, we, we want to uh, uh, bring the best. We want to build up to... To, to something that, that other people praise us for before we bring it on to the Lord. That isn't what he's asking for. That isn't what he's asking for. The, the, the boy had nothing but his talent, a drum. This is the offering that he brought to the king. And to us, we go, well, that, that's nothing. That's not, not, you know, not enough of a gift, no. And I feel the same way. I don't have 
the, the proper gifts to bring. But it's not about that. It's not about what you think you can bring to the Lord. It's about what he is asking for, and he is asking for you. He is asking, that's the gift that he wants. He wants a personal relationship with you. See, and, and I, I, as I was going through this, I was questioning myself. I said, why, why the manger? I mean, you know, here it is. The, 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 the Magi brought their best, the best gifts. He, they even said, we bring our finest gifts to the, to the king. We're going to bestow before him. And the little boy says, I'm too poor. But here's the thing is that why, I mean, Jesus was said to be the king of kings, the Lord of lords. This is the boy that, that was going to save us, to save the world. He is God with us. Why not come in, in, in a white horse and, and, and in a castle and, and seat at, at, at a throne and, and have his servants and, and, and everyone else around him? Well, folks, you and I could never relate to that. If we are poor, like this child, this boy was, we are poor in spirit, poor in heart, poor in it, 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 sometimes even our finances. We could not relate to someone that came as a king already. He would have to come as a, 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 as a little boy, as a little child, in the flesh, poor. That we can relate to. See, the world looks at it and says that, uh, um, you, this God that you guys served, he's a loser. He, he, he comes in a manger. What kind of stuff is that? He should, if he's a real king, he would have been born, born in a palace. He would have been born of some royal blood uh, that, that we know of. But we know the true royal blood that he came from. He would have been uh, 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 raised uh, in, 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 with, with the finest clothing that you could ever have. How many of us could relate to someone like that? I mean, we see it now. Countries that still have kings or queens, they, they come out every so often, wave at their people from their car, and they're driving through. And not to mention, talk about a peasant even getting close to them. Have you seen the movies? Nowhere near them. They don't associate with them. But here it is a king that came to us the same, in the same manner that we were. He came to us born as a child the same way we came through earth. And here it is, folks, that he experienced everything that we would ever experience in our lives just so he could be able to relate to us because that's who he came for. He didn't come for, for the, 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 the ones that don't need him. He didn't came for the ones that have everything. He came for the ones that needed, that needed something. He came for the ones, the brokenhearted. He came for those people. It, 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 it's not about, it's not about how rich or how poor you are. It's, the, it's about the sacrifice unto the Lord. What do I bring? What do you bring to the table? 
And is it your all? Is it my all? Am I willing to sacrifice who I am, who I think I am, my proudfulness? Am I willing to sacrifice that and humble myself the, way, the same way that God humbled himself for us? Am I willing to humble myself for him? I know sometimes we, we, we say that uh, um, we don't have enough. But that little bit, listen, when, when he came to Moses, and, he said, and Moses said, listen, I have nothing. In fact, my, I, I stutter in my speech. All I have is this staff. And God said, that's all you need. What is it that you have that you don't think is enough? But God's saying, that is all you need. Let me work with that. Let me show you what I can do with that. Let me show you what I can do with that, that simple staff that you have, that walking stick that you have. Let me show you what I can produce through you. That little drum. Whatever it is that you think is so insignificant for God to use. Let me show you. Let him show you. Many of us are called into the ministry and, and, and we, we start making up all kinds of excuses. But if God is calling you into a ministry, it's because he, had, he knows that you're capable of it. Don't run away from him. Many times we will hold back and not give God our 100%. Perhaps we'll feel inadequate, like the little drummer boy. But God doesn't care about that. He wants you. If he is calling you, it's because he wants you. You know, we're not in a promise tomorrow. You hear that all the time, and it is so true. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Look at how many people uh, this year got sick and passed away from this COVID. That isn't something that anybody would have, uh, would have expected. But it happens. We don't know why. We don't know when God is going to, we're going to go home to, be, to, to stand before the Lord. You know, I used to think that um, when I was younger, I, I didn't care. I did whatever. And nothing going to happen to me. You know, but it could have. It could have. By the grace of God, it could have. You know, here it is. I, I, I could have been a professional drummer, but I wasn't ready for it. I would have killed myself. I would have killed myself. And God knew that I wasn't ready for that type of a blessing. And then it continues. The song continues. And, 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 and he says, shall I play for you? Mary nodded. The axe and lamb kept time. Those are some cool ox and lambs they had back in those days. Keeping time. I played my drums for him. I played my best for him. Colossians 3, 23 and 24 say, Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you are working for the Lord, rather than for people, 
remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward. That the master you are serving is Christ. With God, it isn't about how perfect it is. It's about the heart you put into it. And we've been in, I've been in the ministry. Lena and I have been in the ministry for quite some time. And we have been part of choirs and part of groups and bands and all different. And let me tell you something. That we have been to uh, churches and part of groups where some of these musicians and, 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 and singers could easily make it out there. Easily make it out there. And they know that. They have this talent, and you see them doing worship, and it seems more like a show. And then you, I've, I've had people in the church where, I mean, you hear these people sing, and you kind of cringe a little bit, you know? But if you mix them with other people that can carry a tune a little bit, I'm talking about professional, but that can hold a tune, hold a note, and you mix them in, and you start listening to their heart, to me it sounds better than that professional. Because that is where the true words are. Listen, God says he, it's going to come a time that he's looking for, brother, God bless you. Awesome worship. What's your name, Nick? God bless you, brother. There, there, there's going to come a time where he is looking for true worshipers. And I want to, <laughs> I'm just going to stand aside. I'm going to look to see how many people are actually going to be true worshipers. And I'm not talking about, you know, the professional music. I'm talking about people in the church. People in the church. Why do you come to church? Is it for, to check your box? Yep, Christmas, New Year's, I'm here. See any Christians, I used to call them. Christmas and Easter, that's when they come to church. Or are you here because you truly need him and you truly want to thank him? I, I know things aren't going well right now. I know that it, it, it seems dark right now. But if you can truly come to church and say, thank you, Lord, for what you have done in my life. That is what he's looking for. He's looking for that true heart. He's looking for the one that, 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 that says, I, I know I don't have enough, but Lord, what I have, it's yours. It's yours to use. There's a song that I love that says, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Man, that is so awesome. I used to love that song. Because you know what, there are many times when, when even as pastors, we can get down a little bit sometimes. I mean, we're, we're dealing with, with, with every, everyone else's problems and everyone else's questions and situations that we don't really have time for ourselves. And we can get worn out. Pray for your leaders. Pray for your pastors. Keep them in your prayers because it isn't an easy road. There's so much going on behind the, 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 the curtains that, that we don't see. 
we come to church and we see them on Sunday and they got a smile on their face and we hug them and we love them and then we, we go home. They still have to deal throughout the week with other people, with us. And sometimes it gets a little hard on them. Sometimes it's because they know that you are breaking so much that they cry for you in their prayers. And it could get a little burdening. You know? Um, um, so when we, when, we, uh, uh, when we think about each other in our ministries, we, the, we are called to pray for one another. We are called to lift each other up. We are called to do our best for the Lord. And again, it's not about how perfect you can be with it. It's about your heart. Even if you're just, you know, going into your closet and praying for people. I love prayer warriors. I'm not one of them. But let me tell you that the prayer warriors, I got mine sticking around with me. You know? Um, I have a young lady that has followed me for over 20 years, and she is my prayer warrior. And boy, I tell you what, she's my strength. You know, when, when, when I am down, and she knows me so well because she can walk in here and, say, and look at me and go, okay, let's pray. And it's because I need it. And that's what we are to do for one another. We are to pray for one another, lift each other up. Listen, if you look around you, there are a lot of people missing. Some may be on vacation. Some may be home. Some may be like the iguanas right now. They're frozen because it's too cold in Florida for them, and they're, trying, they're waiting to thaw out before they can come outside. But we need each other. I need you to survive. I need you to get through your situation. I, those, if you're listening, if you're watching at home, I need you to survive. I need you to get through that struggle. Listen, I know we, some of us are walking through that valley of the shadow of death, but it, it keep walking. That's what the psalmist said. He said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, he didn't say I set up camp because I'm miserable. He said, I walk. I'm walking. And that's what we need to do. We need, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. You got to keep walking, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Folks, he says it's a shadow of the valley. If he sees a shadow, folks, there is a light that is casting that shadow. Go find that light. Go walk toward that light. Look for God. Look for God. Don't, don't just stay home and, and, and feel miserable about yourself. I understand. I tr trust me, folks. I understand. But we have to keep going. We can't let Satan defeat us. We can't let our situation defeat us. We can't let uh, 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 this year defeat us. God is still here. 1 Samuel 16, 7. God told Samuel, he said, he, 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 he doesn't look at things as man sees things. He looks at the inward appearance. He looks at the heart. What is your heart? Saying to God, what is your God, your heart telling them? You know, we look at the gifts, and, and sometimes the wrapping paper doesn't look so well. I'm not a great rapper. And the wrapping paper is ugly, but the gift on the inside is what matters. 
Some of our wrapping is ugly on the outside. And people look at us and judge us and, and, and decide that we are no good for anything, that we, that, that we would never amount to anything because of our wrapping. But the truth is that the gem that is inside of us is what God is looking for. It's what God seeks. He seeks your heart, not your outward appearance. Again, I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know what God is trying to tell you. I know what he's told me many a times and what he reminded me the other day, that he is still here. You know, we look at the news and we look at our surroundings and uh, we just decide, you know, Jesus, you got to be coming soon. You got to be coming back soon because this world is in an uproar, it's in chaos. It, it, it's just crazy out there. And when I saw that star, I was like, there it is. There's our reminder. It's in that chaos that he showed up the first time, and it's in that chaos that he decided to show, to show up the, the, with, with that star, that Christmas star. Just It says it happens every 20 years. I was reading a little bit. Of, it says the Christmas, what they call the Christmas star happens every 20 years, and how fitting that it was this year. I, I like that. Come, they told me. Come, they told me. Folks, Come. I'm telling you, come and see this newborn king. Come and see. And I know it seems dark right now. But there is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And then the song ends and it's, it, it, it says, then he smiled at me. Then he smiled at me. Oh, what words. To know that God is smiling at what you're doing for him. To know that God is, is happy, is pleased with what you've been doing, with what you're offering. Hebrews 11:6 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Oh, I like that. It says, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes must believe that he is. That he is what? Well, what is it that you need? What is it that you are needing today from God? What is it that you are needing today? You know, you're at home. What is it that you're needing? What is it that you're looking for that you haven't found anywhere else? You can find in Jesus. You can find in this child that was born in this season. You, you, you. You keep looking in the, in the bottom of the bottle. You'll be look, you're, you're looking at the bottom of the, the, the pill uh, container. And you haven't found it yet. Well, how about changing something about it? How about changing the way you do things? 
instead of looking at the bottle in, in the bottle or looking in, in the arms of another, why don't you look toward God? I know that's what helped me was turning to God. When 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 Moses when he called Moses and Moses and he told Moses to go, go to Egypt, he said, Who shall I say send me? And all he said, I am he. Tell him I am he. I like that because that covers everything. When he says, uh, believe that he is, that he is everything. And here, here's the kicker. And he says, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Folks, they don't say anything about finding him. First of all, he's not lost. We're the ones that are lost. But it doesn't say anything about finding him. Oh, here's God. I found him. No, he just says, seek me and I will reward you. Search for me. In other words, seek a relationship with me. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about a relationship just like you with your friends or your, your, your loved ones, you have a relationship. And that's what God wants from us is a, that relationship. He doesn't care that you have a lot or that you don't have enough. He doesn't care what you look like. He doesn't care what you've been through. He doesn't care what you've done, what you're doing right now, what you're thinking right now as you sit here. That's not what matters to him. What matters to him is your heart. And he knows that right now it may be broken. He knows that right now there's an empty spot because you are seeking something that you haven't found yet. And you can only find that in the arms of God, in Jesus Christ. You can only find that, uh, uh, that, that fulfillment. You know, it's, it's been a tough year. It's been a hard year for a lot of us. And it's going to be a difficult time to, for in, in recovery. And like I said, we all need each other. You know, that's why we come to church. We need each other. Your blessing might be a help to me. Your testimony might be a help to me. What you've been through, what you've done. See, you know, it's the same story over and over again. And over and over. Some of us are, are alcoholics. Some of us are drug addicts. Some of us are this. But we've, you know, someone has been through it. Someone has been through the same thing that you have been through. And they are here to help you. And you are here to help them. Don't miss I understand some people can't come to church. But if you're at home and you just sit there because it's easier for you, you're missing out on a blessing. If you're capable of coming to church, come to church. Be with the people. Be with brothers and sisters. Get to know them. Get to know that, you know, you're, you're not the only one that went through the sufferings that you have gone through. You're, come and find that we are not all perfect. 
we're his children and we help one another we carry one another we we give each other the shoulder the arm to lean on to get through what we're getting what we need to get through and folks don't try to do it alone it's hard it's hard when you try to do it alone it's much easier when you have somebody with you and here at Living Water Community Church let me tell you there's nothing but love nothing but love I love this church because number one we are so mixed and number two we love each other we're not all perfect I'm the first one to admit I am not perfect but what I know is the love of God that sustains me that keeps me going that'll keep you going and I know a lot of people are worried about you know I go to church and they're going to start gossiping about me well then you pray for that person because he's a gossiper and he needs now they need help you know let me tell you there are so many times that I've gone to a church where the people themselves <laughs> you'd be surprised I've been to churches where I can walk in, spend the entire service, walk out. Not one person said, hi, brother. God bless you. You know? And, and, and that to me is, the, that's why I, I'm, again, being biased, that the, the welcome ministry and the usher ministry, they're the best around here. I'm, again, being biased. No, but that's important. That you, as soon as someone walks into church, we don't know what they've gone through. We don't know how, how broken they are. Maybe they're not even, not even broken, but they're judging the church by how their first appearance. And it's, welcome. Or did I not receive a welcome? I walked in the church. Nobody said anything to me. I walked out and I'm gone. I'm never going to visit that church again. We're always looking for an excuse. But folks, I, I, I want to tell you today. I don't know what each individual is going through. I don't know what you're going through at home. But God is there. God is calling you. It may be that you are down and out right now because God, listen, Paul went through some things that he says, I am content in my sufferings because I know it's taking, God is getting me ready to take me to the next level. And I know it's hard to hear. But maybe God is preparing you. Maybe God is preparing you at home to take you to the next level. That when this whole thing is over with, this COVID is free, we're free from this COVID and we get rid of these masks. I don't like the mask. I like to see the pretty faces when I speak to people. That when this whole thing is over with, he's going to take you to the next level. He's going to take you because he is preparing you now. But again, don't, don't, don't sit there in your valley of the shadow of death and, 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 and set up camp and say, woe is me, this is where I stay. You know, people like to use, I'm just weighing upon the load and not do anything. That's not what that means. When we say, well, yeah, we're going through things that we're waiting upon the Lord to get us through, but we're still moving. Remember, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And if you're going through something, you got to have the faith that you're going to keep going because God is going to get you through. We're all, 
like the little drummer boy. We've had things that we're just not sure they're good enough for God. Sometimes it's our sin that's keeping us down, that's keeping us back. You know, not, not once did I ever read in the Bible where he says, change your ways, then come to me. He says, come to me just as you are. Come to me just as you are. God is calling you today. Don't put a blind ear to it. Don't let another day go by, folks. Because if he's calling you, then this is the time. Today is the day. Let us go in prayer. If you feel God calling you and you want to receive him, it is my pleasure, my honor to pray with you. And I ask you to pray something like this, Father, I know that I am a sinner, Lord. What I have, whether much or little, I know it's not enough for you. But I know that you can use it, Lord. Father, forgive me for my sin. Forgive me, Lord, for not believing in you. For I come to you this morning and I ask that Lord Jesus, you come into my heart. That you come into my heart, Father, and and, 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 and you just take it over, Lord. Because I've tried. I've tried doing things on my own and they just didn't work out. And Father, I'm turning to you to help me to get through these situations. Father, I need you. I want you. <laughs> Be the Lord of my life. Be my Savior as you came to this earth. Father, I thank you. And Father, Right now, I lift up everyone else, Lord. Your brothers and sisters, your children, your children that are sick, not feeling well. Whatever it is, Father, you said that you are. You're the I am. Whatever it is that they are needing right now, Father, from their head to their toes, Father, just fill them. Fill them, Lord. Mend that broken heart. Heal that body. Heal that mind, Lord. Renew it. Change their way of thinking, Lord. Father, they, they may be looking at their situation right now and judging their outcome by their situation, Father, but you said, Lord, you said, you said, you said, you would bring us through.
not on your own understanding. Trust, trust, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Things are cloudy right now. Things are not 100% right now in your life or with you, those around you. God is still here. He wants to heal you. He wants to, he wants to love upon you. He wants to love upon you. Let him. Let him. Let him. Hallelujah. And Father, we we're thankful. I know it's difficult. <laughs> we're thankful for 2020. Looking for, forward to 2021 and what you have in store for us. Let your will be done in our lives, Father. Let your will be done. Hallelujah. We all know what we think we want. But we all know at the same time that your plan is always better than ours. And I thank you, Father. Thank you for each and every brother here. Thank you for our pastors, their families their spouses, their support group. <laughs> oh, bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Right where they're at, right where they're at, right where they're at. Fill them, fill them, fill them, fill them, Lord. I thank you for our brothers and sisters that are here today and that's that those that have joined us online. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Thank you so very much for listening to this message. We hope you were truly blessed. If you were, please subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already and share it with a friend. Doing so will cause the seeds of God's word and the message of his love to spread like wildfire. So thanks again for partnering with us in this important way. Stay thirsty for Christ, my friends, until the whole world hears. God bless.